gonna have to be louder than that. Yeah, I know. I need, I'm, I'm you need like, to authentically test. I'm gonna prepare my podcast voice for a sec. Like, so. I'm gonna look at Twitter while you do that. Testing. Oh, okay. A recording. Oh, hey, hey, everyone. I'm JP. And I'm Mira. And this is Postgrad the podcast, and we got shit to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna be like, I was gonna make some fake intro, like the podcast where we're postgrads. Yeah, but I feel like people already like got that after like Listen, whatever, however many episodes we've recorded. I just try, try to keep it fresh, like Subway. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like a little stale. But they tell yeah. you it's fresh, so you go with I've it. I never thought about that. <laughs> Maybe it's because you always order, like, white with American cheese and all, like, the stale stuff. I'm not trying to be orders. anything other than I am. Listen, I get white bread. Yeah. I'm a white person. I get American cheese. I'm American. I get turkey, because I'm a little afraid of... I'm a little, I'm a little turkey. Yeah. Um, I get all black olives. Yeah. I feel like that goes for, like, the Italian side. <laughs> olives, olives make up for the Italian side. Yeah. <laughs> what else do I get? I get lettuce. You get mayonnaise because you're white. I do get mayonnaise with just a touch of mustard. Uh-huh. They always get so confused. I'm like, oh, I'm like mayonnaise, and then I like, squirt some. I'm like, no more mayonnaise, and they uh-huh. like put a lot on. And I'm like, and just the the littlest a, amount of a mustard. <laughs> no, not a dollop. Just like, <laughs> like if you could like stick your finger in. Whatever stays on your finger, that's Ugh. how much mustard I want. <laughs> Next to no mustard. I also kind of feel about mustard like that. I, I, li- I like it, but not like, I don't like it that much. The only time where I like like mustard is if it's like, I don't like Dij- deviled eggs. Yeah, or I like Dijon mustard. I don't like like, like, oh no, I don't regular like, mustard. No, I like yellow mustard. No, that's just, it's I don't just, like it, it looks mustards. It looks fake. It, it probably looks, is. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what? So is everything. Yeah. Uh, so how has your week been? It's been very long. It. I was literally just telling JP that like this feels like the longest week of my life. Like normally I wake up, I'm like, wow, it's already Wednesday, and this yeah. week I'm like, it's only Wednesday. Yeah. This has been a very long day too. Been up for like five thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight, thirty nine, thirty two, thirty eleven. Nearly thirteen so, hours. Like thirteen hours. Yeah. So We're ten gonna, minutes away from your thirteenth hour. Yeah. So I might die anytime. Like any time during the podcast. If it just tur- if it turns into just me talking, just know that Juan Pablo is in a better place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This has been a very long week, and it's raining today. So, I don't know. Fucking December, man. It's it's depressing at first. I'm usually excited when it's December, but this December has just sucked a bit. Mm. Maybe it's 2017. Yeah, this year has definitely sucked overall. Yeah. Just like. In its own. Yeah. The good stuff has happened for me personally, but just like as an entity overall for everyone, awful year. (laughs) Awful year. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, do you want to just jump into our topic? Wait, no, we didn't do like, oh, what have you done this week? I literally just asked you, so how's your week been? That's not the same question. Okay. Oh, so what did you do this week? Uh, oh, I went and saw Lady Bird, finally. Oh, how was that? I, I, I read it got really good re- reviews. It, it has like 100%, 100% on, on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Remember yeah. I talked about it in the last episode, like, this is the, it beat out Toy Story 3. Yeah. Oh, no. We were talking about Toy Story because of Coco. Well, it beat out Toy Story 3 for the highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was so good, and I, like, I am... 
very much like the lead character. Like, uh-huh. I went and saw it with a friend who has known me through all of high school as well. Yeah. And she was like, like, everything Lady Bear did, we just, like, look at each other and she'd be like, that's you. Or I'd be like, <laughs> that was me. Like, yeah. just everything about her, I was like... I am Ladybird. I started like noticing a lot of Saoirse Ronan stuff everywhere, and I was just like, "Why am I just getting Saoirse Ronan stuff?" And it was just like, "Oh yeah, fucking Ladybird." Yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah, it sounds like a good movie. It was so good. Cool. Oh my god! And then, so I went to get um, ramen with the uh-huh. friends that I saw the movie with, and the place ended up only doing pork ramen. Because they're so new. And I I'd asked, I was like, do y'all have any, like, vegetarian options? And they're like, oh, no, sorry. Like, we're new, so we're still working that out. But, like, honestly, how do you open a restaurant mm-hmm. and be like, oh, we're still... No, you're supposed to figure all that out before you open his restaurant. Like, yeah. they're still getting their liquor license. Like, no, you're supposed to get your liquor license before you open. No, nah, that's not how it goes on here. Like, a like bunch you know, of re- I've been into a bunch of restaurants where, like, first week it's BYOB because... Right, like... Yeah. But, so... But the owner and the manager, we don't know who she is, but she was definitely not just, like, a waitress... Uh, had them make a special dish for me uh-huh. that was like cucumbers and spices and like I don't like cucumber but I didn't want to be like wow I don't like cucumber so I ate like at least yeah. half of it and it wasn't that bad the more I ate the more I wanted to throw up though so once I got to halfway through I was like I'm done with this but uh-huh. then we went to Sucre uh-huh. and I walked in and a girl that I knew was working and she was like oh my god guys how's it going and we were like oh my god hi I was, like, chatting with her, and then I was, like, going to buy some macarons, and, like, before I started ordering, she was, like, oh, wait, like, I have the bag of the ones that, like, we couldn't Didn't display. Pass the test. Yeah, because they're, like, crumbly or whatever, and she's, like, y'all can, like, take whatever you want, and I like, go to reach, and I was, like, we can have, like, whatever, and she was, like, yeah, like, as many as you want, and I was, like, she's, like, just take them, and I was, like, I can have all of them, and she's, like, yeah, you can just have the whole bag, and I was, like, oh, my God, so there's a ton of macarons downstairs right now. <laughs> That's cool. And those were the good parts of my weekend. Nice. Uh, are you going to keep talking? No, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about the bad parts of my weekend. Uh, my weekend, I don't, what did I do this weekend? I wasn't going to go out on Friday and... You had buenas nachos. Didn't that what? happen this weekend? No, that was in LA. Oh, never no. mind. Um, I guess I didn't pay enough attention this, to your story. Yeah, you never did. <laughs> this Friday, I was... Yeah, I wasn't going to go out. Uh-huh. And I was just, like, laying in bed, like, at 9.30. I was alone at home, and it's just, like... This girl I met a few weeks ago, like, texted me, and she was in Chop Yard. We wanted to come meet up, and so I went. And that was kind of fun. And I actually ran into, like, your sisters. I ran into... What's tall volleyball girl's name? Courtney. Courtney mm-hmm. and Heather. Oh. And yeah, that was fun. Then on Saturday, I went to Beignet Fest. Uh-huh. And I got really drunk at Beignet Fest. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sunday, I was very hungover. Nice. And oh, yeah, so this you week me a picture has of ju- your hangover creep. And then this week has just sucked. Nice. Same. Great. Yeah. Great. So, on to the topic. Onto the topic. Juan Pablo uh, picked today's topic. Uh, this one seems very obvious, but we haven't talked about it, and it's all about picking a place to live after you graduate. So whether you're like still in school, or you recently graduated, graduating in December, or whatever, or you're just looking for a new apartment, there's a bunch of stuff that you need to figure out because it's not that easy. And I made a little like 
I made a list of 10 things, of 10 tips, so I'm just going to go through them. Great. You're just going to tell me and I'm just going to react? Yeah. Great. So, number one, give yourself enough time to start looking for a place. Absolutely did not do that. Because I know you didn't do that. <laughs> and I definitely did that. I started like two months before and um, it just gives you enough time to like really see what's out there and not just like jump into whatever. The day that I was able to move into this house is also the day that I had to move out of the dorms. Yeah. Like, there was I mean, a one-day overlap yeah. for when I could... I'm, like, talking about more just give yourself enough time to, like, look around and No, because we were so like, late in finding a house that... Yeah. That that was bad. Yeah. Um. So, give yourself, like, at least... Start looking, like, two months before or at least, like, a few weeks before. Yeah. Well, part of the problem was that, like, I started kind of looking at things in February, but then they wanted people to move in, like, the next month or, like, as soon as possible... And if you live in a college area, it's really hard because, yeah. like, it's a lot of people who their leases don't end until August because that's when they moved into their place. And you're like, no, I need a place in May because that's when I'm graduating. Like, I need... So, yeah. like, there's a lot of, like, strange overlap between students. Yeah. Uh, number two, don't fear Craigslist. I feel like a bunch of people are like, nah, Craigslist is too sketchy. And yes, it is. But you can actually find, like, actual good deals. On Craigslist. And people, a lot of people advertise their apartments there. Hmm. So, like, don't fear it. Verify, like, the owner of the house or the apartment or, or whatever. With Craigslist, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. One good way to, like, um, check whether it's a scammer or something. Check for misspellings or for bad grammar. Usually, people will, like, go into other cities' Craigslist or whatever and put up scammy listings or whatever and try to get you to like transfer what? money yeah so watch out for misspellings because it might be something someone in russia trying to steal their money whoa uh number three do the numbers make sure you can afford the place you're living in i was very afraid that i was not gonna be able to afford this place my roommates were like great we'll take it like before we really like talked about it there how was did you like decide that you could afford it uh, you didn't? I didn't. Uh -huh. My roommates really, like, told the realtor, like, we were so desperate for a house at this point that they were like, great, like, this is, it was within our budget, but the very top, like, it was the top border of our budget. Mm -hmm. So I was like, shit. Yeah. Uh, I'll make it work. Mm -hmm. And I somehow have. Yeah, so, I feel a lot of people don't understand that, okay, it is like your highest upfront, upfront expense every month. Yeah. But... People, like, just tend to focus on that number whenever, like, they're looking for places. And you got to think about that plus all the added the expense. Bills. So, like, your electricity, your internet, I mean, your utilities, groceries, just everything adds up so freaking much that it, it just ends up being almost like another rent in itself, all of your other bills. Yeah, I mean, I was literally just telling Juan Pablo that today, making my lunch, I ran out of cheese, mayonnaise, and mustard. And tomorrow I will have my last two slices of bread. Oh, no. I'll have like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch. Don't know what I'll do for dinner because I literally cannot afford to buy groceries until my check clears on Friday. Gotta use that credit card. <laughs> I mean, I have a credit card. I just don't want to use it for like this. Like usually I use it on gas. Yeah, use it for like, I feel that at least with groceries, it's like a, it's not like a huge expense, so you can actually like pay it off. It's not like you're putting something stupid on your credit card. Well, I usually spend like $50 a week on groceries. Yeah. 
And okay. At I, least buy buy like bread or something. Don't live. Don't listen, like not have. Listen, dinner. I have like a can of tomato soup. Uh huh. That I can eat. Okay. I have some like good organic macaroni and cheese that I bought from Trader yeah. Joe's. Also, if you're gonna be moving into a new apartment, unless it's furnished, you gotta buy furniture. At least a bed. I have a great story about this. Yeah. So, like I said, the day that I moved out of the dorm, the first day that I was able to, that they let us move into this house was the day we had to be out of the dorms. So, Mm -hmm. like, just move straight in here. Neither Colleen nor I, like, had any furniture because we had lived in the dorms for four years. Like, and we hadn't, like, started accumulating yet because we were still in the dorms. All we had was our, like, three-inch foam mattress toppers from the dorms. That Uh was it. Uh-huh. So we each like had one on the floor in our rooms and like our boxes of stuff and we were both just like sitting online with our backs against the wall and like our parents had like helped us move the stuff in and then they left and uh-huh. we were both just like sitting there like we don't have anything. Like we were both like <laughs> just kind of staring into space talking out loud being like Are... they just left us. Uh-huh. We don't have internet. We don't have fur- we don't have food. They just left us here. We, yeah. we don't know how to do, like we were both like crying uh-huh. like it was like the day before graduation <laughs> like really yeah. i don't i don't want to do this colin was like can i can i change can i move home like yeah can i back out yeah that's was I, I was very lucky because my first apartment after college was fully furnished so literally didn't even think about it yeah just moved in um and so yeah you've got furniture application fees if yeah. Uh, or like a deposit. Did you yeah. have to give a big deposit here? Our deposit was first month's rent. Yeah. But Colleen's mom paid it. Okay. So luckily, because I would not have been able to yeah. do anything if I had to pay the deposit on my and own. And so that's the thing. Give yourself enough time to like come up with that money. Because unless you have Colleen's parents, uh, you need to come up with that money. Um, usually a good rule of thumb is like 30% of your th- monthly income should usually be for your rent or whatever but it just really depends on what city you live in yeah because over here we really don't have to worry about super expensive things it's new orleans can be a bit expensive compared to like i don't know some little city in the middle of nowhere but it's not terrible for like a metropolitan i mean i don't know if i can call it a metropolitan like area but for like a name brand american city exactly um, but if you live in, I don't know, Denver or LA or something like that, definitely don't listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that I was reading about that a lot of people don't account for when they're like running their numbers is their student loans. Because since they're like, uh, yeah, you're, you're good with that. <laughs> but since they give you like a six month, uh, grace period before starting, People don't realize, especially if you have like super high student loans, because, well, I pay like a hundred bucks every month. It's nothing. And, but if you, if you have like a hundred grand in debt or something like that, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. And last but not least with money stuff, is your credit okay? Are you actually going to be able to like even get an apartment? Right. So if you have student loans... Yeah, and you've already started paying them or something, just make sure that your credit is okay because they're going to come after you. Which we started, which we said like episode one or two, whatever. Yeah. Because I was the only roommate with credit. Yeah. They both had to get their parents to co-sign. And I'm pretty sure if I didn't have my own credit, the landlord like wouldn't have let us yeah. sign. Like I think if we'd all three asked to have a co-sign, uh-huh. they would have been like, no way. 
So, yeah, I don't know what would have happened then, but also know that you can have co-signers when it comes to these things. You're not totally screwed. But also make sure someone will co-sign. Exactly. Um, now, number four. Location, location. My Just two? Location, location, location. Yeah, the trope is three. Yeah. Um, my biggest concern when it came to location is just, like, your commute. Yeah. And I I just feel a, lot, a bunch of people just think about the neighborhood or wherever, which is really important. Like, make sure you're in a neighborhood that you actually like. You're not in the middle of nowhere. And, you, I don't know, you have stuff that's accessible around you. Um, but think about your commute. Honestly, well, I don't know. Maybe you can give more insight into a long commute although you've been you you worked it around now yeah that you will leave a bit earlier my mom laughed at me she's like it's not a commute if you don't leave cities and i'm uh-huh. like it takes me 20 to 30 minutes to get from one side of the city yeah. to the other side that's a commute yeah and it's basically metairie <coughs> almost yeah. metairie so. i basically live in the next city over exactly <laughs> um and so Honestly, your mood throughout the day will depend so much on your commute because if you're like stuck in traffic or if you're just taking an hour to get to your job, yeah, going and coming back, it just ugh. it was almost a really bad commute back here to my house. I don't know, it's like raining and cold, so like New Orleans doesn't know how yeah. to drive in that situation. So I had to take like a way around the interstate. And the moment that they we saw backed up traffic, I just felt Juan Pablo get so frustrated. Yeah, <laughs> he was just like. Ugh. I just hate to see the stoplights. I the hate red cars. Lights. Yeah. Um, also, not only the amount of time it takes you to go somewhere, but just like how much you're spending on gas or whatever. Do you feel you spend a lot on gas? No, not at all. No, no. Okay. But I also have really good mileage. Yeah, and also this city, as bad as the commute can be, sometimes is not terribly big. But if it's you live a very in, small city. If you live in Houston or Chicago Ooh. or something like that. I don't even know how people deal with that. Um, I, that was like a big, um, like the whole commute thing was just a big reason why I didn't take that job at UNL yeah. when I graduated because mm-hmm. it would have been horrible. I also, make sure that you're in a safe area or at least an area you know because especially in a city like New Orleans where one street can be great but the next street is terrible, you just gotta make sure you're you feel safe especially with if you're like live in a house that's like facing the street yeah or something are there houses that don't face the street i don't know if you live like live in like a gated community or uh or like a an apartment building okay the apartment building makes sense i feel like all like homes face a seat face a street yeah but like i mean i don't know here in new orleans but what if like you live in a gated Place. They still have streets. Yeah, but I mean, you have to not, get to your home. Yeah, but it's not like not like streets where anyone can go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, five. Ask questions when you're looking at a place. So don't just don't just be like those idiots on House Hunters that <laughs> are thinking about where they're gonna have people because we all know that those people don't have friends, and. Um, just make sure that you're actually going to be able to like live there. And, um, one thing that I didn't really ask, but I saw it as a tip in a bunch of articles was asking what the turnover rate of the house or the building is, like how long people stay there living. Yeah. Um, cause that can tell you a bit about the, I don't know, just 
maybe the landlord or yeah. the apartment building you're No, it makes sense because, like, obviously people are constantly leaving. It's Or if your rent is going to go up. Yeah. Um, and you, it's, then, like, ask if there's a security deposit. If you have pets, make sure to ask whether they have a pet deposit or not. TBH, my building has a pet deposit and they never charged us. Amazing. So that was great. Um, make sure that you're, that if you have issues, that there's going to be someone that's like a maintenance person that's going to be able to help you or, or, or whatever. Juan Pablo met my maintenance guy. Yeah. Mira tried me to get to talk to him in Spanish, but he Turns is Brazilian. He's Brazilian. Yeah. Look. We still talked to him. There was no way to know before without. Yeah. It's not like I could just he be like. He sounded like his accent was kind of weird, so I was just like. Uh, I don't know, maybe he's, like, very Americanized or something, and then I... But the thing about Brazilians is that most of them know a bit of Spanish, and if you speak Spanish, you probably talk a bit of Portuguese, so you can understand one another. Especially, yeah. like, I realized that when there was the influx of Brazilian kids at UNO. Yeah. And just, like, we could all talk. We could all talk. And it's just, like... <laughs> It was a mix of Spanish, Italian, and Portuguese. Amazing. <laughs> uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, also, something that you maybe don't think about and your landlord can be a pain in the ass with is um, make sure that you can, like, put stuff on your walls and, like, change things a bit. Like, nailing stuff oh. on the walls. There's people that are such a pain in the ass with that. Well, when I got here, there was already nails in the wall and holes. And yeah. I was like, oh, well, I guess that's uh, the go-ahead. Yeah. So... <laughs> I have tons of holes in my walls. Yeah, I mean, usually if it's like thumbtacks on your like on your wall, it's fine. But if you're like hanging a TV or something, you, can, you probably can't do that. Uh, well, the uh, shelves in my bathroom have the drywall things. You know, you like screw in mm -hmm. the drywall holder yeah. and then you put the screw in. Yeah, I made some big old holes in that wall. <laughs> big old holes. <laughs> um, another thing. If you are moving into a furnished place like I did, just be be aware of that. It's not as great as it sounds because that furniture belongs to other people and you're responsible for it. Which brings me to your landlord is as important as the place you're going to live in. If a place is really great but the landlord is a pain in the ass, don't move in. Yeah. You're going to deal with a lot of bullshit that's... It's just going to... I don't know. It's just going to make your life miserable. In my last house, by the... Like, our landlord was very hands-off, but then she turned into a pain in the ass in the end when we were moving out and, like, charged us for some, like, uh, grease stains on the on the stove that I'm pretty sure could have been, like, removed or whatever. Yeah. She was like, never hide that maid that you brought into your house because she didn't do anything. And I'm like, dude, it's an old house. As much as we got it as clean as possible, but you can only do so much. And it's not like the house was that clean when we moved <laughs> in. And it's just like, it turned into like this whole thing because she wanted, she was like, oh yeah, the stove is ruined, completely ruined. I'm like, Does it, did it stop functioning because it has rust stains, it, it has grease stains on the dashboard? No, it didn't. The dashboard. Why are you fucking charging me like $150 for it? I don't know why, but, like, your frustration with her just made me think of that vine where it's the teacher, and he's like, I said, whoever threw that paper, your mom's a hoe. <laughs> I, like, I can just imagine you saying that to the <laughs> Your mom's a hoe. 
The grease stains are already there. Your mom's a hoe. <laughs> yeah, so be aware of your land. There, if, if you, like, join Facebook, at least here in New Orleans, there's, like, tooling classifiers and a bunch of stuff, and people are really good about warning each other about landlords out there because there's people out there that just are just there to get you. And, yeah. So make sure to, I don't know, talk to people or Is there a website? There should be, like, a rate my landlord, like, rate my teacher. I think there's, I don't know, I I don't know of, like, an actual website, but... Let's make it. Yeah. That's our our next endeavor. Um, Yeah, so meet your landlords, and if, if, like, they don't own the house, but they're just managing it, try to, like, meet the owners of the house or whatever, and gosh, how, like, how much of a pain in the ass they're going to be. Um... Because, as I said before, like, a, a cheap deal isn't always the best deal. Absolutely not. Um, especially, I don't know, just make mistakes and learn from them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely evaluate the pros and cons of wherever you're moving into. Don't, like, expect the perfect place. Yeah. I mean, you did pretty well with your house. It has, like, a lot of pros. I don't know if it has... It has a lot of pros. The, the, con- the main con was I was like, I don't know how I'll be able to afford this. Yeah. And your washing machine keeps breaking, which... But that wasn't part of the house. But it, That was our fault. But I feel like, like the house machine. is doing that. Why is it, like, why have it, you Or, lost? like, a third washing machine? I have no idea. Yeah. But, like, the house, it was, like, it came with, like, all the kitchen stuff, and we don't pay our water. Yeah. Which was, like... I didn't even realize people paid for water. Like, I've never paid for water, but I didn't even realize that's something you got charged for. <laughs> yeah, and it's like electricity where it's like it's not just like a flat rate, it's like yeah, how much water you use. So exactly. like I feel so bad for my landlord because I take a lot of baths. Yeah. And like I'll be in the bathtub forever. So I like drain it and like refill it. Like it's not just like one and done. It's like bath yeah. and bath and bath like I just, so I just feel, much water. I just feel bad about the environment with water and the people in Flint, Michigan. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Um But bath time is about me. It's not about the environment. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, don't just like focus on the price because that's not the bottom line. Focus on how your living experience is going to be. And yeah, what was I going to say? I had something else in my mind and it slipped. So yeah, just learn to like compromise with some things if, I don't know, I I can't think of an example of compromising. Like, maybe it's worth it to not have off-street parking if you are able to have a pet. Or it might be worth it to not have, like, a mainly carpet house. Like, you might want a wood floors, but, like, maybe you have to get carpet. But you also get a backyard. Exactly. Don't be, again, don't be the people in House Hunters uh, that don't, that stop looking at a house because it doesn't have, like, vaulted ceilings. They're like, ah, vaulted ceilings were just so important. It just... That was just really the key. And then they're like, oh, this house is like a bit over your budget. And it's like three times their budget. And they're like, we'll take it. And they're like, well, this is, a- well, you know. You know that they, yeah. in the show, they actually already own the house. Yeah. They just show them other houses It's just for such fake. bullshit. It's like, hi, I'm a clip salesman and... I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm a stay-at-home mom and our budget is $3.5 million. It's fucking ridiculous. We've been saving for this house for two years. <laughs> or it's like... With House Hunters International, it's like, oh yeah, we visited Costa Rica five years ago for a few days, and we just loved it, so we're buying a house here. <laughs> Jeez. And then, last one, document everything when you move in. Take pictures of 
every corner you can because if you don't, you're at your landlord's mercy when it's time to get your deposit. Honestly, with deposits, kiss a goodbye if the, the, the second you give it to them because they're probably going to try to get some of that. But um, still, like, document everything because there might be a lot of flaws in your house or stuff that your landlord simply doesn't know or it's just, like, a faulty drawer or something that broke yeah. after, like, one day or something. So document everything. Our, um, we use a realtor with this house because, like, they had a realtor, so, like, we had to have one to, like, do the negotiations and stuff. And yeah. she actually, she and, like, our realtor and their realtor came to the house before we moved in and, like, inspected everything. So, like, okay. together they took note of everything and she, like, gave us a copy. We had to, like, sign a thing saying, like, yes, this is what is already wrong in the house. Like, everything else is Okay. So it was really nice to, like, know that someone had been in here, like, advocating for us, being like, yeah. hey, look, this counter is already scratched. Yeah, my stupid landlord, who was friends with our, with the people who owned the house, bad mistake, she, I didn't look at the details of the, of, like, the inventory or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, there's towels that are missing or something, and it, I have no fucking clue, like, how many towels were there, like, I didn't really keep track, and... Then we would look at the inventory and it's like, assorted towels. <laughs> it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, document everything. And yeah, those are my 10 tips to moving into a new place. Those are great. Yeah. Thank you, Juan Pablo. You're welcome. So what, um, what media have you been consuming? I know you started watching some new shows and movies, so you could say something other than Friends. I watched one and a half movies. <laughs> um, Valiant Effort. What was the first movie that I watched? I don't know. Because <sighs> you refuse to tell me anything. Yeah. Um, let me check Netflix real quick. <laughs> Where do you see your, like, your history? On um, your recently watched or continue watching. Watch it again. Yeah. Lots of places. What did I watch this week? Okay, I'm going to talk about the half movie that I watched. Okay. Um... It's called the, the dinner or something like that. It's with Richard Gere, and uh, what's her name? What's her name? Let me let me look at the actors. Let me look at IMDb. One time, I was like criticizing uh, Fifty Shades of Grey on Facebook, and this girl messaged me, and she was like, "We're all allowed to have our opinions, but you really shouldn't." say all those bad things because there might be people in the IMDb community that are offended by this. Did you watch Hercules on my Netflix when you were in my house? <laughs> Probably. Continue watching. <laughs> I think I did. Oh, damn it. I think I was like... I like... I've, I've seen it on my on my Apple TV but I thought it was just like suggesting it to me and I'm like... Is, is, oh, did no, they I, just Did they just put it on Netflix? I and, definitely watched Hercules at your house. God damn it. Yo, every time I watch on Pablo's dogs I tend to watch like murder stuff and I'm like they're just gonna come home and see their recently watched and be like yeah nobody does but fuck? me and I'm like what the fuck is Nero watching <laughs> <laughs> whoops oh god I can't remember the other movie I watched but this one dinner party was about um like two brothers one of them I think he's on in Harry Potter so this guy you you know British British actors like have you seen him or anything? I don't think so. His, um, Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan. I've definitely seen him I on don't something. recognize him. Um, 
Richard Gere, Laura Linney, Rebecca Hall, Chloe Sevigny, and it's about two couples, and the guys are brothers. One of them's a U.S. senator, and the other one just hates his brother. <clears throat> and they get together for dinner at this really bougie restaurant, and um, throughout the dinner, they start talking about how their sons committed a terrible crime, oh. which was killing a homeless lady in an ATM vestibule. One of those ATM So they're thingies. just talking about this over dinner? They, like, um, they bring it up, because, like, both of them have been sort of denying it. He was in Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was, like, the... Octavius. Yeah, the little, like, Roman guy. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the one we don't like. I don't or was know. he the main one? What are you talking about? Continue telling the story. And they, like, start discussing that and, like, what they're what they're gonna do and just, like, addressing the whole issue. But the movie is really weird because it, it has, like, these Civil War, Gettysburg undertones to to it. And um, throughout the film, the brother, the, the one that's not the senator, so this guy, um, he just go into, goes into his whole frustration with his brother and now, um, like, jealous or mad he is at him and so i skipped a bunch of parts like the end was kind of like <laughs> like cool but the very ending is just the movie just like ends dramatically and so you don't know what the fuck happened they, they don't tell oh so it just like ends i hate that and you're like i was just like wow this is a terrible movie so you don't remember the movie you actually watched yeah i, I like i i watched the like the the parts that were worth watching. No, the, the other, other one. The one no. you actually watched, the real movie you watched. No, wait, what is it? It was another, like... Oh, it was a documentary. Oh. Called The Voyeur. It's, like, new on Netflix. It got released, like, three days ago. It's about... So, like, two year a year ago, uh, there was this um, article in The New Yorker uh, which the movie, the documentary is based on. Uh-huh. About this guy in Aurora. That one? Uh-huh. In Aurora, Colorado, who bought a motel for the sole purpose of spying on his guests. And he had, like, he considered himself a researcher. He didn't, didn't consider himself a perv or anything. But he had, like, this space above everyone's rooms, and he would just, like, creep into it and watch anything that happened, including a murder. I was about to say, was it a murder? So, like, a murder is part of the is part of like the thing. It's not like the whole focus, but yeah, he's he's shitting his pants. Not shitting his pants because like the statute of limitations has already passed, but apparently he's like watching this couple, and one of them had uh, sold drugs or something, and because he's watching him sell drugs, he breaks into his room while they're not there, and it takes the drugs out of like. He had stored them behind the, like, um, air conditioning vent or whatever. And he, like, takes them, like, confiscates them or whatever. Uh-huh. And then the couple comes back and they're looking for the drugs. And the guy is just, like, you're the only fucking... Tells the girl, like, you're the only fucking person who <gasps> knew where this thing was. So he kills her? And he, like, strangles her and kills her. Oh, my her. God. And he's, like... And meanwhile, the guy is, like, up, like, watching as, as he's strangling her. And he's, like... Well, I, th- I see her chest moving. She's probably breathing. 
And then he just leaves her there. And the next day, the maid goes in and he's like, oh, the girl in whatever room is dead. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. And so the movie goes into uh, the whole... Because the guy from The New Yorker is writing his article and also writing a, a book about the whole thing. It's just like the whole dynamic. And the guy's still alive. He's such a creep. He's married. And the wife was just okay with the whole thing. He would like bring him dinner and everything up there. What? Yeah. Oh my god! Super fucked up. I'm so weird. So those were the two movies I watched. And I also started reading this book. Because... I don't know. I just, I thought about like reading something creepy or something or uh-huh. whatever, but I don't know. It's just like, it's been a bad week, so I needed like something that like cleared my head or whatever. Just like some light reading, and yeah. I found this book called The Mezzanine it's by Nicholas. What is it? Sparks. No, fuck. <laughs> Nichol Nicholson Baker, and literally the whole book. It's like two hundred pages is about a guy in the 80s taking his lunch break at work. And so he, like... Is this over one lunch break? Yeah. And and he, like, goes into, like, different stories throughout the lunch break, but he, like, just explores the, I don't know, the excruciating minutia of his whole lunch break. So everything that happens, like, how he's, like, like, in the first five pages or something, he's going to CVS and he, like, buys this... A uh, carton of milk and some shoelaces, and he like starts going into um, just stupid stuff like how he like rejects the bag when he's just buying like a single item at CVS instead of like taking it, and just like these like random little details of of like life that you probably like think about, mm-hmm. but it's just written across page after page after page i just really identified with the whole thing because i like so you're enjoying this i'm really enjoying this sounds it horrible to it me. is it's like super witty and i feel trapped enough in my own head i don't need to be experiencing my own life in someone else's words and then he's so he's like buying shoelaces and he goes on to like the coincidence that his one of his shoelaces had uh like had split or whatever like the day before and his other shoelace just split and it's just like is could it possibly be that every time I'm tying my shoe like I'm doing the same motions or whatever that are just like deteriorating the shoelace until it finally breaks or whatever and just makes all these comparisons it is really I know it sounds like really crazy but it's just really like fun to to read and like the whole the whole story is just him going out to lunch break and coming back Wow. I'm like halfway through it, so wow. I don't know what else he oh has in. Until he in witnesses store. a murder. <laughs> <clears throat> what have you been watching? Um, I finished watching Law and Order True Crime, the Menendez Brothers. Uh-huh. I don't know if I had finished it at this point last week. I don't know either. I don't think I had. But so I finished that and it was so, 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 so good. So good. Such a good show. The actors were amazing. Uh-huh. One of them, I'm going to be so mad if he's, like, not nominated for anything. He did such... It was such an amazing performance. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be surprised if this show, like, gets some, like, Emmys. Well, um, you won't. All the stuff you like doesn't get nominated. <laughs> I hate you. Um, Jervin Hansen won, like, a bunch of awards and got nominated for a Grammy. So, stuff I do like does win things. Okay. Um, And now... <laughs> I'm catching up on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, shoot. Oh, I started watching Designated Survivor. Uh-huh. Which is also so, 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 so good. Yeah. And I 
I think that's like all that I've done. Um, and brought anything? N- no, I haven't had time for reading because I've just been like obsessively watching things. Line order. Just like just like every moment that I'm not like working. Uh huh. I'm watching. <laughs> Which. For most people, it's a problem, but for me, it's my degree. Yeah. Like, my roommates were like, Mira, you need to... Oh, I also went and saw Bad Moms Christmas, and it was so funny. It was very funny. Okay. Um, but, like, because I also wanted to go to the movies on Sunday, but ended up not going. But I am going to the movies this Saturday, and I might be going sometime this week. Again. Mm -hmm. Next week, when my sister's in town. Okay. I really like going to the movies, but my roommates were like, Mira, you need to stop going to the movies, because, like... It's going to, like, ruin the specialness. I'm like, what are you talking like, about? I spent four years learning about like the movies. Movies, food. And I'm just holding my hand, the movie's hand, really high. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, sleep, movies slash shows, food, remembering to use the bathroom. Yeah. Priorities. <laughs> Those are my priorities. Cool. So, wait, how... Oh, wait. In a good episode. Yeah, we can call that an episode. Okay, so we gotta make a an announcement. Oh yeah, this kind of so sad. it's kind of sad. Um, so we've we've made like what is it like sixteen episodes or something? I don't know. Like sixteen or seventeen episodes. Um, but I know life just happens sometimes, and so. Um, You're making this sound really sad. I was gonna, <laughs> I could have made this it. sound really positive. And so, um, sadly. This is going to be our last episode for the season. Also, you forgot to give a number (laughs) on the episode you uploaded. Oh, my bad. This is why I don't do it. This is why you do it. Yeah, Mira interrupted my whole dramatic thing. Like, climax statement. Climax statement. I was like, you're a disaster. Yeah. Uh, This is going to be our last episode for the season just because December is really stressful and there's a bunch of stuff going on. And January is stressful. Yeah, January is stressful. Um, I was just so. gonna, my answer is gonna be, so since we're approaching Juan Pablo's birthday, then Christmas, then New Year's, then my birthday, uh-huh. we're gonna take a break. Yeah. And come back after my birthday. Exactly. So, Mira's birthday is January 12th, so any, expect a new episode. Mid-January. Season two around mid-January. Yeah. You won't hear from us until we're 23. Exactly. Oh, wow. That sounds like, so weird. <laughs> I, I constantly forget that I'm 22. Yeah. People are like, how old are you? I'm like, 23. No, I'm not. I'm 22. I I don't... I've nah. felt 23 since I, like, turned 22. I don't feel... How do, how the hell do you feel 23? What I don't is, know. What just, is feeling 23? I don't know. I just, like, keep thinking my... Like, I see someone in their age is 23. I'm like, oh, me too. And then I'm like, no, I'm no. not. Like, <laughs> I recently... So, like, on Tinder, my max was... 22 and I recently changed it to 23 and I'm like okay maybe I'm into older women but I'm like <laughs> no not really <laughs> oh my god my min my min was 22 and then I was like oh these guys are too young and I like bumped it up and so anyways um hope you all have a very merry JP's birthday and Mira's birthday <laughs> have a merry Mira's birthday and yeah merry christmas and happy, happy hanukkah year. And, and happy kwanzaa and all the other no what like I, I just had like a very deep dark thought what what if like one of us doesn't like make it to like season two <laughs> what if something happens that could happen <laughs> yeah i don't know which one of us it would be 
You just like, you, I, I don't know why I had this thought right which now. Which of the two of us do you think is more likely to die in the next month? I don't know. I'd say me. I don't know. Well, if anything happens... I did hydroplane this morning. <laughs> why do you keep calling it hydroplane? You drove in the fucking rain. No, my <laughs> car was lifted by the water and like skidded on the interstate. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, when I tell you I hydroplane, it's not just like, I was driving in the rain. No, I hydroplane. Yeah, she, she, she said it like three times and I'm like, like, stop. You're, I, I just kept thinking like, stop, stop calling it hydroplane. You, you bear, you're driving in the fucking rain. No, Juan Pablo, it was scary. And I was like having a political debate inside my head uh-huh. because one of my friends had used an inappropriate word and I was like in my head like yelling at them like you know when you like continue on with the conversation later and you're yeah, like ah. and you think of all the things you could have said but you yeah. didn't say yeah. so I was doing that and then like I felt my car like lift on top of the water and I was like shit so then I just kind of like got out of it and like continued driving and then I was like man if I died having an internal argument about racism do you think that would have gotten me into heaven <laughs> <laughs> I don't know maybe yeah but anyways, yes, I wasn't just complaining about driving in the rain. Yeah. Uh, this so, is, see, so if, I'm if, not mean. You don't take me seriously. Yeah, if anyone, if one of us doesn't make it to a new year. We'll um, be looking for a new co-host. No, I was, if, <laughs> if it's, if it's me continue, like, carrying on the baton, I'll just talk to, like, I'll, I'll Have, just put your beanie guests? there and talk to you. And you can visit <laughs> if you want. <laughs> I promise, I promise, how if good, it is possible, I will haunt you. Like, how good would a podcast be about, like, someone talking to a dead person? You'd be like, my co- like You would have to make a whole new podcast like, to call it my co-host, The Ghost. Yeah, okay. That's gonna be season, <laughs> no, hopefully it won't be season two, but if it is, That's, that's definitely gonna be, gonna be, we need to work that into the title and then, of this like, episode. If, if you get a new co- if I die and you get a new co-host, I swear I'm gonna, like- haunt maddie so she likes bugs you <laughs> i'm gonna like i don't know i'm gonna haunt you real you bad. know it's really funny we sound <laughs> excessively like my parents right now uh-huh. because my dad if my dad dies first my mom's like mm, i'd like to get him stuffed so that's basically you saying i'll just leave your beanie there and talk to you yeah and then if my mom dies first and like if my dad my mom says if he remarries i'm just gonna haunt him and kick around yeah his new wife that's literally you're like if you get a new girl you literally just did exactly what my parents would do so your dad called called me your work husband now i'm your podcast husband yep uh okay and you're my instagram husband yeah okay (laughs) you're the only one that knows my angles yeah i'm basically (laughs) mira's husband (laughs) all right uh bye everyone wait don't forget to follow us oh, on social media. That's your line. Postgrad the podcast on Instagram, Postgrad Podcast on Twitter, Postgrad the podcast on Facebook, and postgradthepodcast.com. And rate, review, subscribe, and don't re listen to our binge on our season one while we're not here. Just don't forget about us. Goodbye. Bye.